Happy holidays to you. I'm so glad you're here. This is an important episode, if not just to be a reminder, to be that shift, that little nudge, that permission that you might need. Take things down a notch, give yourself some space, and manage some expectations around the holidays. That is right. We're talking about those holiday expectations versus reality. Yes. And it's going to be a great episode. We're going to be looking at where these expectations come from. What is derailing the plans? We're going to look at how we can gain a handle on our expectations, how we can rein things in a little, what signs we can look out for when, you know, maybe those expectations are getting a little too high. And I'm going to share some some insights and some examples from changes that I've made in my own life that are helping me maintain some of those holiday traditions without going too far and ending up in that exhaustion overwhelm mode. So grab yourself a tea, sit back, enjoy. Let's get started. Hey, I'm Andriana Gonko, and this is the Juggle is Real podcast. As I share my ongoing journey from experiencing burnout to leading a more mindful and intentional life with better balance, I hope you feel seen, that you realize your worth, lighten your load, and prioritize your own needs. As we hear from leading experts and well-known faces in the wellness, entrepreneurship, education, and motherhood space, I hope you gain insights, proven practices, and learn actionable tools to help you enjoy the juggle of work, family, and everything in between with a little less stress and a lot more ease, joy, and fun. Most of all, I hope you find what you need to simplify, streamline, and supercharge your own journey of better balance and self-love. Are you with me? Let's get started. Before we get into today's episode, I have such an exciting announcement to share with you. And that is that the Juggle is Real Authentic Self-Care Planner and Activity Book for Busy Women is now available on Amazon. That's right, my friend. If you have been here for a while, you know that it is time to put yourself at the top of the list. And this Authentic Self-Care Planner and Activity Guide is here for you to be there for you, to provide you with that accountability tool that you need to put yourself first. Because let's be honest, the truth is that there is no such thing as balance for busy women until we make one critical shift. And that shift will make you a better mom, spouse, colleague, leader, and friend. It's going to improve your health and increase your happiness and it will make you more efficient, reduce stress levels, and help you serve those around you in your best light. This shift, my friend, is putting you first and making yourself your number one priority in short and simple ways. Just like this podcast, the Juggle is Real Authentic Self-Care Planner and Activity Book for Busy Women incorporates short, small, and simple shifts to help you put yourself first and prioritize your own needs. This is a three-month self-care planner and activity book based around five pillars to guide you through the process of looking at authentic self-care practices as a necessary part of your life. 
to take small steps forward and to focus on your own well-being to achieve small goals daily. It includes habit-forming commitment prompts and breaks down your self-care priorities into monthly and daily planning. You can embrace learnings, celebrate your wins, and recalibrate to live life with less stress and more ease, joy, and time for you. You can find this on Amazon, and I've also included a link in the notes for this podcast episode, so be sure to pick up the Juggle is Real Authentic Self-Care Planner and Activity Book for Busy Women for yourself and for all the busy women around you who could use that dose of comfort, support, and accountability. Now let's get back to the show. Well, it is the most wonderful time of the year, my friends. And if you are the default parent, the brunt of the load is on your shoulders. You are expected to not only manage those day-to-day tasks, the activities, the schedules, the to-do lists that you have on your plate on a daily basis, Now you are adding and piling on by creating those memories, adding to gifting, creating lots of fun experiences and being that person who is making memories magical. No big deal, right? Doesn't sound like much. Let me tell you, it can be a wonderful time of year, but it can also be a really stressful and overwhelming time of year, especially when our expectations are a little too high and we are trying to do too much all at once. So this episode is that dose of reality that you might need, that I know I need. I need to pull myself back in time and time again, remind myself what truly matters and know that when I am feeling good, when I am feeling rested, when I am feeling like myself, then I can make those holidays special but it's not not about doing all of those extras. And that's what we're talking about today. So let's start with where all of this comes from. Like, why do we have such high expectations for the holidays? And I mean, if you're like me, you probably can romanticize or hold an ideal expectation, ideal vision of what the holiday should look like. And seriously though, like let's Let's just be honest, like we are not to blame in this situation. Like from a very young age, we have been taught and shown that it's the most wonderful time of the year. When we look to the movies and the Hallmark shows and advertisements and everything all around us, social media, friends, family, everyone is perpetuating this fantasy. Um, and and all of these ideas are are showing that the holidays have to be perfect. And if you listen to my uh, holiday episode last year called Gearing Down for the Holidays, I shared this example that I truly used to fantasize about the holidays as if it were a still portrait. And I give the example of the Norman Rockwell painting. I think it's actually for Thanksgiving, but you see this beautiful, expansive table with tons of people around it. There are umpteen homemade, beautiful dishes on this table that's perfectly set. There is a maternal figure at the head of the table. She's got a dress on, a nicely pressed apron, and she and uh, her husband are presenting this golden glazed, gorgeous little turkey. All around the table, we've got people smiling, laughing, family members having a great time. The kids, they're sitting, they're well-behaved, they're picture perfect. And you know what? (laughs) I have to just stop and laugh for a second. The truth about the fantasy is that it is just that. 
it's not real. And it doesn't factor in the needs and the realities that are currently present in our lives. Things like overstimulated children who are hopped up on candy canes and who have been staying up late anticipating the arrival of Santa Claus. It doesn't take into consideration things like budget constraints, differences of opinion amongst family members, the actual physical time and energy it takes to clean the house, set a beautiful table, cook all of these dishes, bake all of these desserts, on and on and on. If you've been listening, you know I have three young boys. One of them is a toddler. Even on the best of days, my house looks like there has been a tornado ripped through it, and there have literally been full-out wrestling matches at our dinner table on any day, really. So why am I expecting this reality of mine to look any different when it comes to the holidays? I want you to sit and ask yourself that question. The realities and the circumstances that you are currently living with today are likely to be occurring and your your, your reality in a few weeks when, when the holidays are around us. So why do we have such high expectations for them? I'll keep going. It's really important that we gain a handle on these expectations. And now I'm not saying that it is a bad thing or that you shouldn't want a happy and loving holiday celebration. Absolutely not. We all want fun and good cheer and joy. But the important aspect to remember is that the pursuit of these perfect ideations typically comes at the expense of, you guessed it, your own well-being. So I'm going to give you a little analogy. I want you to think about this in your head. I want you to picture being on a beach. And if you are in a cold northern climate like I am, this is going to be a lovely little visualization. It's going to feel really nice. So you're on the beach and you stop and you decide that you want to take some sand with you. You want to keep some sand to remember the trip and and all of the memories and how beautiful it was. And, and you want to, you want to have this long after the trip is over. So you stop and you bend down and you go to grab some sand. You're going to take a handful of sand. You grasp onto it really tightly. You're gripping because you really, really want this sand and all that it represents, the beautiful memories and everything of your trip. It's important to you, but what happens when you grip too hard? The sand slips out of your hand in all directions. You can't really get much sand, if any, because you are gripping too hard. But on the other hand, when you bend over and if you use ease over force, you gently open your hands and you allow yourself and the sand to work together. You are able to hold on to it and get a lot more sand with ease. So when we think of the holidays and our expectations for creating memories and keeping traditions alive, if we are gripping so tightly that we aren't able to see around it the ways that it can be easy and fun, then all we are met with is struggle. All we are met with is force and hard. But when we can let go of our tight grip, ease up a little bit, let loose. Let bygones be bygones. 
we're more relaxed, we are more open, and we can allow those real connections to happen, new possibilities, new traditions, and we can truly enjoy our holiday experiences. Are you with me here? You nodding your head? I hope so. Sometimes this can kind of take a hold of us. and, And even as I wrote this episode out, even as I discussed this on, on television segments and, and posted to social media with these concepts, even as Black Friday rolled around, I was like seeing myself getting all, you know, gaga over gifting and, and finding myself wanting to jump back into going overboard. So I want to share some signs that you can look out for if those holiday expectations are getting too high. So some things that you might want to look out for. Are you feeling more anxious than usual, more fatigued or tired, more irritable, or are you feeling overwhelmed with even those simple everyday tasks? Do you find that you are shooting, you know, doing those things that may not benefit you or are adding stress to your life and making you feel more overwhelmed? Just because you think that that is what a good mom, good wife, boss, colleague, friend, etc., should do. These are some signs that you might have too much stress in your life right now. And when it happens around the holiday season, we have to stop and ask ourselves, what is the cause that is creating this effect? If we're putting too much pressure on ourselves to create the perfect holiday season, is it affecting other areas of our lives or taking away from the enjoyment of the holiday itself? Listen, I am no stranger to this. I can remember in the past, after the holiday season was said and done, wanting to take a holiday from the holidays because I was absolutely exhausted. I needed a break. One year, when my husband and I were first married, we did not have any children yet we decided that we were going to host Christmas dinner for both sides of our family. And I went, (laughs) I went a little cuckoo. I hosted Christmas dinner and I poured so much into making it look and be perfect from creating intricate floral centerpieces, taking to Pinterest for all sorts of complicated recipes and signature cocktails, the whole nine yards, really just wanted to be the perfect host. That same year, I literally woke up the next day, unboxing day, with the flu, okay? My body literally forced me to stop and rest. And this was obviously not in the way that I'd hoped. And perhaps you've had the same experience, maybe around the holidays or maybe even leading up to going on vacation or or taking that trip, maybe working too hard or doing so much, adding so much more to your plate, so much more stress added on until your body, finally, those whispers turned to screams and your body was like, hold up, that is enough. Now you're going to stop whether you like it or not. Usually it happens with complete and utter exhaustion and or illness. If this has happened to you, if you're guilty of this, it's okay. No judgment here, none whatsoever. But now that you're aware, you can make a change. And this is where it gets good. This is where we can start to rein things in a little. And maybe we can even get the family on board. 
And this is where the reality part of the holiday expectations versus reality comes into play. And I want to be clear, having fun and being festive can still be on the agenda. Okay, this is not me in a Grinch costume or, you know, yelling bah humbug. Fun and festivity is still on the agenda. But we want to be realistic with our schedule, with our finances, and with our energy. There's only so much that we can physically and emotionally do. So what can we do? How can we rein things in? One thing I find, and I know I've said this before, but setting boundaries can be extremely helpful, especially around the holidays. Yes, I went there. I said the B word. But we can rein things in by being intentional with our time, knowing that when we say yes to something, when we willingly choose to add something to our plate, it means that we must remove something else. So this causes us, when we're visualizing it, when we're thinking, when we get these requests, when we're asked to do things or, 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 or complete these tasks, when we realize that whatever we add something is either going to slip off, fall off, or we are going to have to remove it. That forces us to maybe think twice and be selective with what we're saying yes to. And yes, saying no to things. Okay. And I want you to think of it this way. Not that you're saying no, not feeling bad or feeling guilty for it. When you say no, when you say no to something, What it really means is that you're able to say yes to other things, the things that truly matter to you, that light you up, that fill you up with joy, spark that creativity, that life, being that present, wonderful parent that you want to be, the wife that you know that your partner is looking for, and more important than anything, you are being true to yourself. So yes, set a couple boundaries for the holidays. Another thing that you can do is when you're making these decisions, instead of thinking about everyone else in the equation, stop and think about what is best for you and your family for this year. I'm not saying for from now until the end of time. I'm not, and and same thing goes with boundaries. I'm not saying that you have to, you know, be very strict and rigid with your schedule and your energy from now until forever. I'm saying that when we set boundaries, when we make decisions based on what's best for us, what's best for our kids, our spouse, our families, then we can see that change that we want. Then we can come from a place of the good energy and the good vibes and feeling fun and festive, right? Not the bah humbug vibes because we're run down and we're exhausted. And finally, I just want to mention this because I know that the holidays can be a tricky and stressful time for everyone. When we see the best in ourselves and others, it makes things a lot easier and we can rein things in a little bit more. We know that everyone is dealing with their own lives and managing things as best as they can. So when we come from a place of compassion, then we can better understand and even not take things personally. Maybe if people are saying no to us, or if when we're saying no, we aren't getting those reactions that, that we were hoping for. And when we can show compassion towards ourselves, it really shifts our perspective in how we're showing up. So how are we feeling? 
Are you ready to, to rein things in a little, not go overboard, make this a fun and festive, but also feel good holiday for you? I want you to remember that saying no is a good thing, especially around the holidays when there's so much output and so many things available to us. The past few years, let's face it, there've been a lot of restrictions. And so we may want to just go all out and say yes to everything that happens and every every invitation we receive or you know every opportunity that we get for, for having fun. But when we, when we reel things in a little bit, when we think about what's best for ourselves and our families, when we have those boundaries in place, then you know what? We're, we're in a place where we can say yes to the things that truly matter and we can say no or, or not today or not right now, not this year to the things that might just add a little too much to our plate, might make us feel a little too overwhelmed, a little bit too stressed and lead to those feelings that are unwanted, especially around the holidays. So I am am not telling you this because I am perfect. I'm not telling you this because, um, you know, I'm up on my high horse and I am doing everything perfectly all the time. I am living this every day and I am doing these things and, and I'm going through these processes all the time. I know what it feels like. I am learning to say no or not this year. And that's a really important learning. And I'm being 100% okay with that decision. There's no room for, fo- for FOMO, okay? There is no room for other people's opinions or judgments. What is best for myself and my family is truly what matters. And I'll share an example as we close. A few years ago, we had to make a decision based on what was best for ourselves and our family. It was the tradition of sleeping at my sister-in-law and brother-in-law's house on Christmas Eve. Now, this was something that we had done for a few years it was fun and and they are wonderful hosts. We have great celebrations at their house throughout the year, even, you know, especially around the holidays. But this tradition of sleeping at their house often led to situations on Christmas day and moving forward that were not ideal for our family. Sleeping on an air mattress, not getting a comfortable night's sleep, going to bed much later than usual um, for myself, my husband, our children, it led to exhaustion, grumpiness, meltdowns, tantrums. It led to our Christmas morning being a little bit more chaotic and overwhelming than we would have liked it to. Having to bring all the gifts and all of the clothes and all of the sleepover things only to then have to (laughs) unwrap pack it back up, bring it all home, unpack everything at home, put everything away, then get to Christmas dinner was just beginning to be a little bit too much. And so we decided that we would set that boundary, make the decision that for future years, we would have the Christmas Eve celebration, but we would go home and spend the evening at our own home, have Christmas morning at our house. And yes, we were met with maybe a little bit of resistance, maybe a little bit of, but but that's the tradition. And we just had to hold strong with that boundary and explain in a very kind but clear way that this was what was best for us at this time. And you know what? Having the Christmas Eve restful sleep that led into a Christmas day where we were energized, where we could be present with our families, where we could go on to celebrate the holiday with, you know, all of that, that fun and festivity that we had pictured was all the validation we needed. So if there's something that you think you can maybe pare down on this year, year down, rein things in, I invite you to give it a try 
and let me know what you think. Sometimes all we have to do is ask, what do we truly want? Not based on past traditions, not based on other people's expectations, not based on what we think society deems appropriate or what we've seen in the movies, but pausing and taking a moment to ask ourselves and really listen to whatever comes up. It may not be conventional, but if it allows us to feel happy, festive, and truly enjoy the season, then it's worth it. So for myself and my family, I wish you all the very best this holiday season. I hope it's a holiday filled with ease, joy, festivity, and fun. If you know someone who could use a little dose of reality this holiday season, I invite you to share this with them. Share this to your socials. Take a screen capture of your your phone right now, wherever you're listening from. Throw it into your stories. Tag me. You can find me at Andriana G. That's A-N-D-R-Y-A-N-N-A-G. There's also some resources in the show notes. So be sure to subscribe, like, rate, write a review, do all the things as your gift to me. I would truly, truly appreciate it. Wishing you all the best. Take good care.